Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use GATG. That's GATG. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code GATG, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. It's time for Grilling at the Green. Join Jeff Tracy as he explores the golfing lifestyle and tries to keep it in the short grass for the hackers, dew sweepers, and turf spankers. Here's Jeff. Just open up the door and let's take good times in. Hey everybody, welcome to Grilling at the Green here on AM860, The Answer, WEEU in Pennsylvania and the Golf News Network. I'm JT. It's time for the PGA Championship. In fact, it's on right now as you're listening to this. So I invited my friend Jim Myers from Columbia Edgewater Country Club, home of the Cambia LPGA Tournament coming up in September, to give us an update on that tourney and his thoughts on the PGA. Also, this segment is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended, and Gunter Wilhelm Knives, Unmatched Quality and Comfort uh, for Enhanced Productivity in Your Kitchen, if there is such a thing. Jim, welcome, buddy. Thanks, JT. Always excited to be back in studio with you. What uh, I know, it's such a fun thing. <laughs> um, what's going on out there at uh, Columbia Edgewater, getting yeah. ready? Yeah, well, obviously, uh, summer's uh, upon us right now. Um, you know, we've got a couple of member events coming up. We've got our Yoast events coming up, but, uh, you know, we're always preparing for the LPGA event. I think uh, we have a countdown clock in our turf department, and I think we're about 113 days away from uh, uh, the actual event. So we're getting close. Is that like a doomsday clock? It just ticks off, you know? <laughs> you expect Dr. Strange Love to walk through the door any day? Yeah, exactly. I think it keeps us in line. Just a reminder of that uh, we've got a televised event coming up, and... Uh, the turf team needs to be on its toes for sure. So what are you doing this time of year? I mean, it's different. You were you were here two, three months ago or something, and we were talking about the prep. And now now you're I'm assuming you're in full swing. Yeah, absolutely. We've already had a couple of meetings with uh, the uh, event coordinators and uh, they're uh, they're getting organized. Uh, we just discussing uh, pre-stage uh, setup, um, what the venues are going to look like this year. Um, and just some adjustments that we've made from last year. Um, so, and obviously for us uh, in the turf department, we're always trying to, uh, um, you know, improve our turf quality and, uh, and improve the conditions, especially leading into the event. Uh, you're working with Susan Etzel and her crew? We are. Susan's been really great. Uh, I've met with her a couple times already. Uh, her group has uh, been pretty solid. Uh, they've got some new concepts and some new, uh, new uh, layouts, uh, which is kind of exciting uh, for us. Um, this is the 50th anniversary coming up. Sure. So I think with the 50th anniversary, they're going to go all out. Cool. So, uh, really excited about it. You want to tip tip your hand a little bit on the layouts, or can you do that? Yeah. Well, um, so remember last year uh, with COVID in 2019, we didn't really have uh, fans on, on property. Right. We didn't really have uh, you know much going on with the event. It was pretty quiet. It was actually kind of nice because it was really the turf department and the players. Um, 2019, the golf course was, you know, pretty, uh, pretty well utilized, um, um, by, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, coordinators that are setting up the event. Um, 
this year. They're actually, for the 50th, they're going to use uh, some more grandstands, uh, some more uh, se- uh, seating. Um, I think the finishing hole on 18 is going to be uh, a lot more corporate tents. So uh, so really looking forward to the event. Uh, our members' uh, t- uh, tent is uh, going to be uh, um, pretty solid, so I'm looking forward to it. It should be pretty pretty solid this coming year, especially with that 50th anniversary. I know I get to wander down to the members' tent, the one on, what is that one? Two, the way they got it set up because it's a little backwards. Yep. So. Uh, 17. 17, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like that. And you've got, that's for members only too, isn't it? Or yeah, was? Yeah, well, so I think this year they're going to do, um, I'm not really sure. She, Susan hasn't totally decided on that. She's. Um, we talked about a couple different locations for our members' tent. Um uh, maybe even on the front nine. Uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, I know that she's uh, looking into doing some um, like more platform uh, where you can stand and uh, uh, order drinks uh, and that kind of deal. So uh, that's so a good we'll see deal. How it works out. Uh, I'm pretty good. excited about the 50th anniversary. I know it's going to be big this year. Wonder if she's going to give the press punch cards for drinks. Yeah, you never. I have to, <laughs> to talk to her about that. I have to ask her. You yes. know, we we need to find out these things to prepare properly. Like exactly. That. So you're working on that as we speak. The PGA Tour is uh, tournament championship is going on. In fact, we've got it on the the monitor here in the studio. What's the difference? Are they when they're doing like the PGA or, or the U.S. Open? One of those. I mean, some of those guys can be pretty devious. I think when they're prepping a course. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a huge difference between our uh, our event and uh, a PGA Championships. Um, you know, the purse for number one is eleven million dollars. Oh, yeah, that's when you have eleven million dollars, they're uh, they're uh, they're definitely going after it. Uh, you know, the turf uh, um, maintenance and care is uh, ten ten times more than what we would be seeing at our event. Um, you know, anytime you're hosting a, a major event like that, it's it's uh, um, really uh, um, the magnitude is so much greater. Uh, they have 90, uh, 90 volunteers uh, for uh, the PGA Championships, and we would have somewhere around 15. Uh, to work on the grounds? Yeah, to work on the grounds. When you see all those fairway units, they had, what, 23 fairway units lined up uh, yeah. down the fairway. Uh, we line up like six fairway units. Um, so it's it's a big difference. Um, you know, the PGA uh, Championships, even from a regular PGA event to the Championships, uh, U.S. Open or any type of event, is the magnitude is so much higher. So is the rough. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> what what are your instructions from the LPGA this year as far as, you know, fairway, first cuts, greens, anything on that yeah, so far? Yeah, absolutely. We try to keep uh, within the same, um, you know, even with the PGA championship. So um, right now they're cutting their greens at point oh nine oh, which is, you know, under um, an eighth. An eighth of an inch is point one two five. We're cutting our greens at the same height of cut. Um, you know, our aprons right now, we just lowered our aprons down to 290. Um, they're definitely a little bit shorter than us. I think they're mowing their tees and aprons at 250. Um, we, uh, for the event, we dropped down to 375 on fairways and, uh, they're mowing at 300. Our rough was really tall last year for, uh, the LPGA event. Uh, I think we were somewhere around six inches and, uh, I think right now they're, they're around four inches at, uh, um, the PGA championships just because they're playing on, uh, Seashore Pass Palum. Mm-hmm. Um, the first PGA event ever played on Seashore Pass Palum was uh, 2012 at, at Kiowa. So uh, this, I think, is the, probably the second event uh, that they've played on Seashore. That Kiowa Island's got a really interesting story. I watched a whole piece on it last night, and uh, 
you know, I was familiar with it like everybody who follows golf as far as the Ryder Cup and this kind of stuff before and that. But then when you figure out how not to get off in the weeds here, but when the hurricane, when Hurricane Hugo, I think it was, came through, Pete Dye had a bunch of equipment stored somewhere else Mm -hmm. and so when there was all the devastation he barged his new equipment in and brought it up across the beach and kept working yeah that's that's a crazy story yeah i was on property got i don't know 15 years ago so i've only been on property once it is a unique piece of property i think it was renovated in 2014 yes um, maybe yeah Um, i can't remember what year is renovated but it is a unique um, property for sure I I think it's beautiful. I've not been there. It's now officially on my bucket list, but uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you know. And I like the part about where one of the one of the crew picked him and Alice and some of the other guys up in a front end loader bucket and took them way up in the air, and they looked out, and that's when Alice Die supposedly said, "We've got to raise the fairway so they can see the ocean." And they and they'd had all this extra sand where they had dug out the ponds and stuff mm-hmm. for it. So they just started laying that down and they, they raised up the fairways like six feet. Yeah, I know the greens are all elevated as well. So, um, you know, a lot of the players were talking this week that they were hitting into some elevated greens. Which yeah. Makes it always kind of tough, especially Pete Dye. Uh, I think the average square foot um, on this golf course, uh, the greens are 6,000 square feet. Um, so, but Pete Dye always has uh, smaller greens on, on his course. So it's going to be a tough course for them to play this week, especially with the distance and the yardage that they've added. Especially when it's like trained to putt on the top of a bowling ball. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so how are you feeling about your work coming up? Yeah. You know, um, this week, uh, um, it's been great for us. We're actually starting to make some, some good progress as we're moving closer into yeah. the summer, um, with where we want to be. Um, you know, our greens are there. We still need to uh, do some work on our aprons. Our aprons are still a little soft right now, um, you know, coming out of uh, out of summer, or I meant out of winter um, and into summer. Um, so that's uh, led to us dropping the height of cut to the 290 on the on the aprons. We're going to get in uh, this coming Monday, do some heavy verticutting. We've been double top dressing our, uh, our aprons. So I think that's our main work is try to firm up our aprons. Our fairways seem pretty solid. Our greens are are really good moving forward. So uh, we just need to do a little more effort onto our aprons to improve them. Cool. I need to work on my aprons for the barbecue show. Um, Jim and I will be back right after this. You're listening to Grilling at the Green, and we hope you're enjoying it. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT. We're talking with Jim Myers today from Columbia Edgewater. <laughs> I'll tell you what he made me said make me laugh here in a minute. Uh, don't forget our friends down there at Langdon Farms on Friday night. Their prime rib is up and going for you. So you can call to make reservations or you can just pop in there at Langdon Farms Grill. Also, if you want to email us, it's pretty simple. Just info at grillingatthegreen.net or find one of the social media pages. Send us a, uh, a message there. Uh, also, Facebook and all that stuff. So you've got it. And Jim planted a banana tree. Yes, I. Uh, you expect working. it to grow? 
Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm being a golf course superintendent. I feel like I got a little bit of a green thumb. So uh, um, I wanted to bring a little bit more of a tropical feel to my backyard putting green. Uh, so I added a banana tree, and uh, we're making some progress with it. So <laughs> this week with the cool temperatures probably isn't helping, but uh, I think this summer we'll do pretty good. Is it actually going to grow bananas? Nah, the uh, it's too the, cold for yeah, that. Yeah, the isn't? type of tree it's it just won't mature to that level. But I'll definitely have that. Uh, kind of you know nice palm uh banana tree feel so. yeah well you can play like uh the banana boat song from Hel- henry Bel- belafonte or something oh back yeah there, so you know. just wanted a little more tropical feel for that backyard putting green <laughs> well it looks good i've seen yes. the pictures yeah it looks really good you've, you've done well with that um you know in all your prep time and everything i mean you guys are you guys work every day almost uh, you know from here on out to the the event and what happens when you get to the end? And let's let's I'm just going to give you a hypothetical and then you can tell people how you deal with it. Let's say we have a really severe thunderstorm and a tree comes down and it puts a big dent in the fairway. You know, that's probably not possible. But if it did, you know, how how would you guys deal with it? I mean, I know you remove the wood and cut up the tree and clean up the mess. But how do you fill in the dent or do you leave it or when things like that happen? How do you guys deal with it? Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, uh, with uh, the turf department, we're always prepared for emergencies. So if we have a tree that comes down, I mean, obviously, last year we had all the smokes and uh, the smoke and the huge windstorm um, that really just decimated the golf course. And the team worked really hard to prepare the the uh, the grounds. But, uh, you know, it was heart wrenching. It definitely hurt me quite a bit because uh, the team, uh, you know, put so much effort. But we were good. We got we came through. We did a quick cleanup. So if we do have a tree come down, um, on a fairway, um, we built uh, last year. Uh, we built a five thousand square foot nursery. Um, we can go through and uh, we can sod cut those areas out, patch it, and uh, have it sodded out before the uh, the players come through. Um, obviously, we have to weigh on that um, as much as w- the rest of the golf course because we'd be pulling staff off of doing other tasks to be able to do that patchwork. But if that was to happen, uh, we're prepared um, and we're ready to go. So we have a. Uh, just nursery grass hanging out on the side just to uh, uh, help for emergencies. When they when you do that, um, do the officials come out and say that's ground under repair or do they just leave it? Yeah, they'll, they'll decide um, whether it's uh, ground under repair or we can leave it. It's playable. So it depends on how uh, good quality of uh, the repair job was. Um, with us, uh, we like to try to do it as neat and as clean as possible. Um, yeah, you might see a little bit of sod, sod seam, um, but usually it can be playable. Cool. And that's what you're doing at home, too. You're stealing sod from the nursery and planting it in your backyard. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to talk about the PGA here. Um, and we'll start it in this segment and go after it in the next one. You talked to Bryson's caddy. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, when you asked me to come on and, uh, you know, you said, hey, Jim, well, we're going to talk about uh uh, the Portland, uh, the Portland Classic, a little bit. We're going to talk about the PGA Championships. Uh, I was able to uh, talk with my friend uh, Tim Tucker, who's uh, Bryson DeChambeau's caddy. I just wanted to get some information about uh, about the PGA Championships. What what is he seeing? Um, what's uh, what's going on at the golf course? And uh, just getting a little bit of more insight. And so, what'd you find out? Um, you know, with Tim, uh, Tim's always uh, fun to chat with. Uh, we always talk about uh, you know, obviously, what he's working on. He prepares uh, extremely hard. He's probably one of the hardest working caddies in uh, 
in, uh, in the, on the tour. So, um, but uh, we did, you know, basically what I was trying to find out is just comparing how we prepare our event um, as far as green speeds and firmness and uh, what, uh, what he's seen at that event. Um, you know, Tim filled me in uh, that uh, it's interesting. Uh, when we take readings, um, uh, firmness readings on the greens, we read it in decimals, you know, in inches. Sure. 0.29, uh, 291, something like that. Um, is kind of where we like to be, or 0.271. Um, and Bryson likes to read that in millimeters. Um, so when him, <laughs> him and... Um, He's a metric guy. Yeah, I guess when him and um, Tim talk... Uh, they read that so in millimeters. So, point uh, two seven one. It would be a six point nine mm. Or uh, you know, right now Tucker said that uh, um, they're seeing uh, the firmness readings at five mm on the greens. The stump readings weren't that high. The stump readings were only at eleven. He said, um, but the firmness is up there. And I think a lot of the players can figure out the speed um, pretty quick. They're not really too concerned about that. It's more the firmness on the greens. Even with us, with the LPGA players, when they come on property, um, they'll figure out speed in a quick second. Um, you know, the the players and the caddies want to know exactly what, how firm those greens are, and that uh, just um, you know indicates to them how they're going to play those shots into the greens. So. Um, even though you hear the stump reading at 11, um, it's the firmness that really makes the difference. So, and then I, you know, obviously Tim filled me in quite a bit on, on the on the bunkers. They're going to have rakes around the greens, um, but uh, there's really no bunkers. It's all waste area, and uh, those waste areas, um, you know, will be you'll be the players will be able to touch it. They'll be able to ground a club in it. Um, just because they're considered waste areas. Um, I think uh, the club, if I'm not uh, mistaken, they have um, 30 acres of sand, uh, no bunkers. Uh, so those are all uh, waste areas. 30 acres is quite a bit of that's, waste area. That's a big piece of dirt, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, and I think it's all crushed coral. So, um, so to, uh, it'll be interesting um, to see how, how the golf course plays. But they'll only be rakes up by the greens. Really? Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. I know that I watched a oh, few weeks back. I don't know which tournament it was. Maybe it was the Masters. I don't know. But Bryson was talking to your friend. Mm-hmm. And the announcers, and they were listening to them, and they were throwing out all these numbers, which they were only they were numbers that only Bryson and Tim understood. Yeah. Because they were trying to listen to them. You know, they got some of them mic'd up, and there's mics at the tee boxes and stuff. And they got done, and they said, anybody catch any of that? And they, they looked at whoever he was playing partner was and looked at his caddy, and he went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Tim and uh, uh, Bryson have a, uh, a total different language, I think, that anybody speaks. Um, you know, for me, when Tim first uh, asked me about my event, the LPGA, what my firmness was, and I would give it to him in, in decimals, um, you know, he would uh, follow back with in millimeters. We're going to take a break. Jim Myers and I will be back right after this. Please stay with us. You're listening to Grilling on the Green here at their home base, AM860. Hey, it's JT, and this part of Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Ben Hogan Golf. Check them out online at BenHoganGolf.com. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT. And we're talking with Jim Myers today from Columbia Edgewater Country Club. 
Also, we'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended, and Ben Hogan Golf Tour Quality Clubs at factory direct prices. Go to BenHoganGolf.com. I just um, got a new four-wood from Ben Hogan. I haven't I haven't hit it yet, but it's it's there in my office. It's out of the box. <laughs> Adding a new club to the bag is always good. Yeah, it's kind of fun. It's shiny. Yeah. It won't look like that a year from now, but it, it's shiny. It's shiny. Dustin Johnson's interview yesterday was great at the PGA Championships. I watched that. Uh, he uh, They asked him, um, you know, what kind of putter he was using. Due to the fact that he changes putters all the time, and he just said, I don't know, it's a tailor-made. Yeah. So it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a golf club. Yeah, he's so laid back. Yeah, it's I mean, awesome. I mean, sometimes I and and I like him. Uh, <clears throat> took me a while to kind of build that up, but then after I really started watching him play, yeah. and then listening to the media and stuff, I was like, man, this guy is just like chill yep. the whole time, relaxing and enjoying life. Yeah, you know, if he sat down too long, he'd fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. It's a golf club. I, I couldn't tell you. You know, it's it's pretty funny. Let's uh, talk some more about the the PGA Championship. Let's talk about your picks and my picks. Yeah, I'm going to go with your picks first. All right. Well, I'll start out with, uh, you know, I'm definitely leaning towards Rory. Um, I met Rory in 2008 at the Hong Kong Open. Um, Rory played in a in a playoff that year um, against uh, Francesco Molinari and uh, Lin Wen Tang. Um, Lynn uh, actually, uh, Wintang actually ended up winning, but, uh, it was the first time I really seen Rory come onto the field. Uh, you know, I know he played in the European open or the, the, U, uh, the British open and then, uh, had come over to Hong Kong. So it was really kind of cool to meet him. Really nice guy. So, um, I always kind of lean towards that. Obviously Bryson DeChambeau, um, just for the fact that, uh, Tim Tucker's on the bag. Um, it's always nice to see a friend, uh, career blossom and, uh, um, you know, he's ranked, I think, number six in all-time caddies now. So um, so obviously it would be a big pick. I know Bryson, uh, you know, this golf course is going to be pre- play pretty long. They've added 200 yards, so he'll right. be able to play that. And then lastly, I would pick Jordan Spieth uh, just with, uh, you know, the Grand Slam. Um, he's so close. Um, he was close to it in 2015 at the PGA Championships. He took second. Um, he was uh, He was really close. So those would be my top three. Obviously, I'd love to see Tim Tucker. Uh, oh yeah, um, get a big check. If yeah, he wants that's that. that's usually my goal for my friends. Yeah, and then he's buying. Yes, the next time it's see always him. nice when you're with Tim. He <laughs> definitely buys the beers. <laughs> well, I've been looking about. It. I like John Rom yeah, a little bit. It's a good pick. I, I like John Rom a little bit. I think Spieth will be in there. Yeah. The kind of the outlier for me, and uh, he's not been doing very good lately. Is I'm kind of a Ricky Fowler fan. Yeah. Uh, and Ricky isn't one of the big, big hitters or anything like that. But um, when he's on and when he's putting, he's pretty good. Of course, that statement can be made about anybody. But I, I kind of like Fowler. I, I I would pick him as a dark horse. Yeah. And maybe um, Hovland. I like him because uh, he's got that silly smile all the time. Yeah, I think Vegas had uh, Hovland is uh, right there in the top eight. So yeah, that'd be a good, good, good call for sure. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just like to pick them, you yeah. know. And now that you can bet on them, yeah. uh, um, that's even better. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's it's good you can do that. If you got the chance, would you, even though you're a golf course superintendent, superintendent, if I say it properly. And your buddy Tim called you and said, Jim, hop on a plane tonight. Be here at 630 tomorrow morning. I got a bag for you. Would you do it? Yeah, I think absolutely. Um, I've caddied for uh, my friend Chris Lungo. 
um, just in some uh, you know Pacific Northwest events. Uh, yeah. we, I caddied for him at Bandon. Um, caddying for Chris was loads of fun. I've caddied for him in the Washington Open a couple times. Um, always have a great time. Um, I just think that uh, you know there's good interaction between players. It's also nice that you can uh, you can stand there and watch really good shots from really good professional players. Um, you know, like I, we've talked about in the past, I've played a, a golf with LPGA player uh, Carolyn Inglis, and uh, just watching her hit, um, it's just amazing how good they are. Different sound, and I've said yeah. that a million times on this show. But if if you've never been to a pro event um, versus your club or your muni or wherever you play, you will rarely hear that sound. Yeah. Um, unless it's at a pro event, either, yeah. either one ladies or guys doesn't matter. Yeah. I recently just went to what the U S uh, ladies open that was down there in Texas. Mm-hmm. We had talked about that and, uh, Tim was caddying for Lexi Thompson. And, uh, so it was really nice. I got to walk right with them. Um, just amazing watching, uh, Lexi play, um, you know, and being that close and getting, getting to hear the communication that, um, Tim had with her. So, yeah, if Tim uh, ever asked if uh, I needed, uh, I was interested in jumping on a bag for a couple of days, yeah, I would love it. <laughs> I was just thinking about Lexi Thompson, huh? How'd you explain that at home? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lexi's a good player. So it's nice to, <laughs> nice to watch her play. Um, Tim, I was able to get a, a Bryson's uh, agent actually took a photo of uh, Tim and I. Um, and we were uh, obviously, uh, you know, with Lexi's bag. Um, I kind of t- uh, ended up blowing up the photo and putting it in uh, in my workout room. Um, so did you cut Tim out of it? And just I, I love Tim, <laughs> Tim. So, but it was a good photo of Tim and I and uh, Lexi Thompson's bag. So that uh, was pretty cool. Um, the previous management company for um, the Cambia. I know a fellow that worked there. He's no longer with him, and he he's been on the show a couple times. Good guy, friend of mine. He got the assignment to take Lexi out one night to a couple of the corporate parties and stuff. And I said, well, how was he? He goes, it was a tough job. And then he set this big smile on his face and he goes, she comes walking out of this hotel room with a short skirt, not anything inappropriate, but he goes, you know, and she didn't have her visor on or anything. She was all made up and, and all that. And he, he, I said, well, how'd you explain it to your wife? He goes, work. That's all I would say was it was work. <laughs> and I said it was, yeah, it was probably work to like yeah. pay attention. I met uh, Lexi's mom and dad, um, really nice people. Uh, I got to walk with them for a little while. So um, it was, you know, really nice to spend two days with uh, Lexi's mom and dad. So she comes from a very good family. Oh, yeah. And I, she's a great kid. Yeah. She's not a kid. She's a you know, full grown woman now, but I, any, most people are younger than me yeah. anymore. So that's yeah. kind of the bitch of the deal, but yeah, it's amazing. She was so young coming into, uh, into, uh, um, the LPGA, yeah. you know, and, uh, has really blossomed into a great player and a, and a, and a great young lady. That's kind of the, uh, Michelle Wee story too. Yeah. And now, you know, but she's having a kid and all yeah. that stuff. Michelle's so. a mom now. So yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. very, very good. Um, speaking of cool stuff, here's Bruce Furman with our, Tip of the week right here on Grilling at the Green. Hi, this is Bruce Furman. I'm the director of instruction out at Langdon Farms Golf Club, and I'm going to give you a little tip today. And should you get your golf ball uh, fitted, should you? They do fittings at the different clubs and, and different manufacturers do, Titleist and all the different ones do that. And there are differences in golf balls, so I think it would behoove you if you're a serious golfer to get fit for the right golf ball. Uh, the two-piece balls are the ones that go the farthest, so if you need more distance, they go 
go the farthest, uh, and they spin the less, so they're not quite as good around the greens. And they are the cheapest balls, so if you're you know, on a budget, that's the ball to get, or you're more of a beginner. Something like the Titleist Velocity or the Callaway Hex Diablo, those are the two-piece balls. Then they have three-piece balls. Those are pretty good for your regular average players. They, they're good for moderate swing speeds, and there's a lot of those. I'm not going to get into all those. And then there's the multi-layer balls, the four-piece and five-piece balls. And they're the more costly ones. They're, they're like the Pro V1X or the TaylorMade TP5. And they're actually designed to, to spin less with the driver and a little more with the wedges around the green. And everybody, if you're a beginner or, or so forth, you think you might need that ball. But I think you're better off getting fit for the right ball for you and not just stepping up and trying to buy the most expensive ball or the ball the pros use. So keep that in mind when you go to buy golf balls. Thanks. Thank you, Bruce. We appreciate that. You can find out more about Bruce if you go to Langdon Farms. Click on the instruction icon on the homepage there. Big smiling picture of him, his rates, his times, how to get a hold of him, how to book a lesson, so you can do that. Uh, Jim Myers and I are going to be back here in just a couple minutes, so don't go away. You're listening to Grilling at the Green. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, welcome back to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT, and we've got Jim Myers from Columbia Edgewater with us today we've been talking about the the pga tournament the lpga tournament cambia that comes in here in september so here's a loaded question for you jim after you you've been on this show a few times now um you've been at columbia edgewater for a while you've you've had some great experience what's the biggest thing you've learned about your job first of all and then prepping for a televised tournament yeah, well, I would say two things. Um, you know, obviously COVID uh, yeah. was pretty interesting. Um, our club was super busy. Last year, when I first came into the job, we were doing about 30, 34 to 35,000 rounds a year. Uh, now we're doing 48,000 rounds a year. The golf club is extremely busy. Our members are use, utilizing our club. We have 500 members. Um, our tee sheet is busy. Um, the club is super busy. Um, Entail, that's our, our turf department's super busy. Um, you know, um, Nate, uh, my first assistant, um, he's, uh, every day he walks in, he's like, just give it to me let me know what's up, you know? And it's just amazing how busy the club is. Um, for us, uh, preparing the event, uh, um, this year we've actually brought in, uh, some new, uh, assistants. Um, we have Nate Ulrich is my first assistant. Um, Noah Porter is my second assistant. Andrew Lindsay came in, um, 
as our um, assistant manager, and then um, we just had a, a new guy join us, Jake from Wisconsin, and uh-huh. uh, um, he's our assistant in training. Um, those four management guys are really going to help us uh, prepare for that upcoming event. Uh, Andrew had worked at Hong Kong Golf Club, um, so he yeah. uh, he was involved with the Hong Kong Open in the past. He also worked at Clearwater Bay and in uh, Hong Kong, and then uh, was an assistant at Glendale. So he comes to us with some real good experience. I think the four uh, assistants that we have um, will really have a good mindset and they're well organized, which will really help us. Organization is key uh, to hosting a televised event. One would think. Yeah. One would think. Um, One thing we do like to do out there is, um, (laughs) I didn't do this, but a few years ago, this is before I met you, um, somebody took, there's a row of porta potties out there and this is out by the TV compound like mm-hmm. that. And so we made some signs. Somebody made some signs that said, um, golf channel phone booth and stuff like that and put them on the doors. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. You always, uh, you always see something, uh, something funny over at, uh, the golf compound. Yeah. When golf channels there, it's always a good time. Yeah. No, it's, they're a lot of fun, but I yeah. thought that was, that was, you know, reserve seating for somebody yes. or whatever. Yeah. You know? Paige McKenzie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Something. yeah. 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 Somehow Paige doesn't look to me. I don't know her, but, yeah. uh, she doesn't look like a, maybe wait to get back to the hotel type of person. Yeah. Well, it's always uh, fun having uh, Karen and Jerry Foltz. Oh, yeah. Uh, God, the, those two are just uh, amazing. Uh, they're like golf's first family. Yeah. And uh, I razz on them all the time on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, especially Karen with her lawn mowing. Yeah. Mowing. And uh, maybe I ought to do a little TV special with Karen, uh, you know, and you doing some mowing or yeah, something. Yeah. I've invited last year, I invited Karen to come and uh, do some mowing. And, uh, we, I thought we had it all set up, but, uh, you know, Karen, uh, it was super busy with what was going on. Sure. So maybe this year we need to uh, get Karen uh, out early, have her walk mow some aprons uh, or uh, run some fairway units for us. So yeah. She loves mowing, so uh, let's uh, let's make it happen for sure. Yeah, I gave her some jazz the other day. I said, it's your mower, she had a new mower. I said, it looks perfect. <clears throat> I said, you need to put a, a cab over air conditioning unit on it with Sirius XM. I said, you already got a drink holder, so that's taken <laughs> care of. I said, Big Jerry will get right on that. Yeah. And uh, she laughed, thought that was goody, you know. Um, anyway, if if you know Fultz and Stubbles, you understand the humor there. Yeah. They, they are great. They've been on the show. Yeah, so. they're really good people. So uh, I enjoy uh, any time I get to spend with them. It's It's all good. You said you have a countdown, or as I refer to it as a doomsday clock. Do your days, as you get closer, say within the last 45 days before the event, does each day add an extra hour or two of work for you in prep time? Yeah, I would say absolutely. Uh, You know, our team right now is really busy uh, just with, uh, you know, our normal even club events, our Yoast and Sequoia Classic coming up. Uh, My team works 12 on, 2 off. Um, if an event falls on your kind of weekend that you get off, uh, you might only get, uh, two days off a month. So, um, but, uh, yeah, as we get closer to LPGA, those 45 days, things start really ramping up, um, the hours, the expectations and, uh, the results are, are, uh, magnitude big time. 
I bet. I bet. <clears throat> well, that's going to wrap it up for us today, at least on this portion of the show. Jim's going to stick around for the after hours. Thank you, buddy, for coming in this early in the morning. Yeah. I know it's not early for you, but for radio guys, unless you do a morning show, it's kind of like, I don't want to be here. Um, anyway, uh, we'll catch Jim some more in the after hours. And thank you for listening, everybody in Pennsylvania and Tulsa and here in the Portland area. We'll be back next week with another edition of Grilling at the Green. Enjoy the PGA, everybody. Grilling at the Green is produced by JTSD Productions, LLC, in association with Salem Media Group, all rights reserved. And remember, the key to lower scores, a pencil with an eraser. See you next week.